0: shall be preached in all the world then shall the end come Hey everyone and welcome to
1: this latest episode of Fuel for the Harvest. This is
0: Charlie and this is Nathan and we will be your hosts for today. Thank you so much for joining us. Happy New Year. Hard to believe it's already 2024, but we are just so thankful for you. So thankful uh, that you're joining us here on the podcast once again and hoping that 2024 is a year full of everything that God wants to do in your life and uh, kind of in that theme uh, maybe the new year, new year's resolution theme or, or something along those lines. We wanted to kind of start off our new year with a special guest joining us from the great state of Indiana is Mr. Nicholas Hines, who is a speaker with Forge. Nicholas, thank you so much for being here with us.
2: Yeah. Thanks for having me guys. Really excited, hey man.
0: There's probably cornfields
2: outside your windows. That's, yes. that's like, oh my goodness, surrounded by corn and cold right now. Um, <laughs> okay. that's my car is the warmest, quietest place in my life right now. So, uh, it's, uh, thankfully that I'm warm.
0: Well, we appreciate you being here, man. And, uh, Nicholas is a wonderful member of our speaker team. And one of the unique things that Nicholas brings to the table is his love, his deep and profound and relentless love of Jesus. And, uh, he has some amazing wisdom to offer when it comes to intimacy with god and so uh in today's podcast we're going to just be talking about intimacy with god but differently than we have in the past uh you've heard about intimacy with god on the podcast before this week we're going to just be talking about some potentially unique ways that you haven't previously considered about how you could spend time uh with jesus so without any further ado uh i would love to just hand it over to you nicholas and hear 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 your thoughts
2: yeah yeah thank you so much yeah this is a really important topic to me if if there was something i could just like if there's only one message i could preach on it would be really equipping people to be intimate with god you know like to, to me it's the most effective thing that you can do is be intimate with the Lord um and uh this particular topic is so important to me because uh it's it's just always it's one it's the most effective thing you do it is the greatest gift you can give the world um but two um that's the, t- the kind of intentionality that it takes um in order to to have a thriving relationship with Jesus um it's just really important because it's so easy, like in any other relationship, that we can just get on autopilot. And so um just really, really thankful that we get to kind of talk about this topic a little bit today and talk through um the uniqueness of of connecting with the Lord because it is unique to all of us. Um and sometimes we just need a little bit of uh, uh sort of some fresh ideas to sort of spark some creativity, you know what I mean? Yeah,
1: absolutely. Awesome, man. Yeah, I I immediately think of John 15, when you share, Mm -hmm. Um, that's, that's really what comes to mind. And in fact, there was a, we made a a post on social media one time, the greatest gift you'll ever give this world is your intimacy with God. And somebody's like, you guys, how dare you say that? It's Jesus who's the greatest gift to the world. And I'm like, yes, of course. But we say that because you don't have anything to offer apart from Jesus. And so you being connected to him is you offering the world Jesus and so I could like we couldn't agree more Jesus is the gift of the world so anyway there's that funny nuance that people might be wondering um and and John 15 I believe points to that Jesus says abide in me and you will bear fruit and Mm -hmm. so us bearing fruit is giving the gift of Jesus to the world it is impacting the world it is bringing the gospel to the world it's it's like that's what impacts people and our impact with, uh, for the kingdom is going to be less if we're not abiding in christ and so that gets to what is abiding in christ which is this conversation today um that word abide literally means to uh be up close and for a long duration it's to mm. remain <laughs> up close to jesus yeah. remain. so it has has the connotations of nearness and of time and uh so i'm I'm excited for that and uh excited to see kind of what is that abiding what is remaining near to jesus look like practically
2: yeah that's good Yeah. Yeah. I I love that. I think it's the, um, I think it's the ni, it's either the NIV or the CSB that has that word remain in John 15, that that sense of remaining, a sense of continually choosing to be up close. You know? Um, I think many times people think when it comes to self-control, it's about like not doing the things I'm supposed to not do, you know, stay away from that. But I think so much more of it is about like actually choosing to remain with Jesus. Mm. So, um, yeah. So, uh, To answer your question, though, specifically, though, Charlie, uh, what, you know, we think about um, think about some unique ways to connect with the Lord. Um, I love this. So I'm going to like spit out a variety of them. And you guys, as you guys get curious, just connect with me around them um, and ask ask a few questions. But I kind of love this because I don't know if you guys experienced this when you first got married. My my wife and I, we got these uh, little like it was like an index card box. Of all these different date ideas, you know, hey, of all these too, different man.
1: things, you know? <laughs> I guess so that's like, common. <laughs> it's a very <laughs> what you say? I said we did too. That must be more common than I realized. I guess probably people Google what fun elements for a wedding. Maybe it's number one on Google. Who knows? Yeah, so. yeah. It's like this newlywed thing,
2: you know. Give yeah. this idea, it because people know, like it. It takes a sense of creativity to keep yeah. the flame going, you know. Um, and so, uh. Uh, one of the one of the first things that comes to my mind around like unique creative ways to connect with the Lord, um, and so I don't know if uh, if, if um, any of you guys have done this, but what I love to do sometimes is actually tell people um i actually tell people how i want my intimacy with god to be different you know um and so uh it's it's a little bit it's not just an accountability thing but it's actually me just sharing with people hey this is what my intimacy with god looks like right now this is how i want it to be different you know i was talking with my wife the other day and i was saying man babe i, I sometimes i struggle to actually slow down and spend time with god but i'm actually going to tell you this and i'm going to start tracking this because if I track something then I can actually tell whether or not I've accomplished it or not, you know? And so it sounds, a it's, it's not formulaic, but it's simply me putting into uh, sort of a measurable piece of um, yes. something measurable that allows me to know whether I've accomplished it or not. So like specifically I said to Megan, you know, I'd like to spend, I'd like to make sure I'm spending like five hours a week just alone with God like, mm-hmm. however that looks like, where wherever that is in the day, like, I want to make sure I'm making time for that. And, uh, when I said that it was actually really evident, I was not, I was not hitting that, you know? So then I was able to recalibrate and reconnect and, and then some weeks are better than others. And so it's yeah. not a legalistic kind of thing, but it is something that, you know, of the priorities of my life of like, am I, am I hitting that priority? Does that make
1: sense? Hey, Absolutely. it totally makes sense. And I don't necessarily think formulas are wrong. I think yeah. sometimes we we're like, Oh, we can't, we can't have a formula. We can't have a checklist. We can't. And I'm like, well, we have a to-do list for everything else that's important in our life. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Like I, I better get this done by this day and this, cause it's important. We're going to have dinner with these people. I'm writing it down. It's scheduled off. Yep. And those are all systems and formulas to serve what we believe is most important.
2: Mm, and yeah.
1: so why would we not have the same sort of mentality when it comes to God? Now, of course. We can't negate like it's a relationship Mm and we're going to connect at a relational level. But as life goes on, we use systems to help us cultivate other relationships as well. Yep, exactly.
2: Yeah. And that's the big thing that I've been, I've just been uh, really connecting with the Lord around basically over the past couple months is this idea of what, where we want to be in the future in any part of our life starts with incremental changes like right now so like Mm -hmm. the question asking the question like where do i want my intimacy with god to be like a year from now or even 90 days from now you know what do i need to change right now in the physical time that i spend with him to actually make that happen you know so that's one thing i do um i'm kind of a spiritual experimenter another fun thing i do you guys seen those click things um you know people count um attendees to events you know if it's work they'll hit those click buttons so uh for a while I walked around with one of those in my pocket and uh, um, it, it having the, the bulkiness of the of it in my pocket reminded me to hit that clicker every time I thanked God for something, you know, <laughs> and those clickers, they go up to 9,999, you know, that's as far as my clicker went. So, you know, and so I would uh, sometimes set a goal for myself like today I want to thank God for fifty things, you know, and as I go in throughout my day, I pull that clicker out of my pocket. Thank you God for this. Thank you God for this. You know, or like I want to, like I want to declare Bible verses, you know, over, over as I'm praying for people, you know. And so I, I started to click it, click it, you know. As so I carry it around my pocket, even if I, I was kind of going throughout my day, reaching for my phone. I reach down like, oh, yeah, there's that clicker there. Let me pull that clicker out for just two seconds, you know, and take some time to thank God and actually, you know, hit the button. You know, it's quite satisfying to me to, to, you know. So, uh, like, it's a physical thing that's reminded me. It it intentionally pulls me out of my routine and, and 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 you know, encourages me to do that.
0: I love that idea. Uh, I have this issue of having all these goals and then never (laughs) getting around (laughs) to pulling them off because – like I just get caught up in the busyness of life and I feel like the older I get and the more responsibilities I get, whether with work or being a parent or whatever, like those things slip away. And so I love that like tangible, like here's a physical thing in my pocket to remind me every moment of every day to say, Hey God, I really am thankful for this or, or whatever it's going to remind you to do. Ah, I I, just expanding on that idea. It seems like, uh, potentially having any kind of object on your person Absolutely. in your pocket or whatever could function in a similar way. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Some, people
2: really-
1: will, so, some people will even put a reminder on their phone that has a different like sound a dinger or something that's yeah. like, Oh, when that goes off, I pray for laborers at, at nine 37 of this hour or whatever mm-hmm. from Matthew nine thirty seven, uh, yeah, okay. or, or whatever. People have little reminders like, Oh, I'm going to pray now for this or for that person when it comes up. And I think that even points to, um, intimacy with God, going back to John 15, connecting, abiding, remaining near to Jesus is not only a 30 minute time alone with him in a day. What we're seeing here is that it's an ongoing, no matter what we're doing, we're remaining near to him. Whether it's a conversation with somebody, whether it's driving a car, whether it's walking from place to place, we can be near to him in all of it and experiencing his presence. And uh, that doesn't that is true. And it doesn't also neglect the times alone with him. Like Jesus would often withdraw to lonely places to yeah. pray. And yeah. so I think both are important, but we can't, it's like we can't leave our time with God in that alone time. It should spill out into everything we do.
2: Yes, absolutely. Yeah. hundred percent. hundred percent. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. So, uh, thinking about another one, uh, here's another fun one. Um, I don't know if you guys, uh, have experienced this. So a a lot of my, a lot of my, um, metaphors come from marriage, uh, because it's so applicable. So rather regardless though of whether you've been married or not, this does apply. So, um, think about, you know, a relationship that you might have with a friend or a spouse or someone, there are certain topics with those people that you just do not talk about. Right. You know, like everyone maybe has those friends or those spouses of, we don't talk about Bruno, you know, or whatever that is, you know, uh, we don't talk about this thing, uh, because it's a sensitive issue, you know. Uh, I love to ask. I've asked God the question over the past year, like, what are my don't? We don't talk about Bruno topics. You know what I mean? Um, my my wife and I have done a lot of uh, a lot of prayer with people. We've done some sort of extended prayer sessions and praying for people and with people. And uh, one of the things that's consistently come up that I see in Christian culture um, is. Uh, is when it comes to, like, our relationship with our body, uh, many people don't, like, that doesn't, that, the idea of talking about our body in our intimacy with God, like, those two things don't exist a lot, you know? Because there's, sometimes there's such an uh, a de-emphasis on, uh, talking about our body because you know, like of our body is our, you know, it's carnal when it's bad and blah, 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 you know? And at the same time, it's like, well, God gave you a body. You're a whole person and you have to steward your body on this earth, you know? And so uh, one of the things I love, I, I, we've encouraged people to do is, okay, so bring a conversation about your body into your intimacy with God, you know? Um, and have a conversation with him about that. Like if there's uncomfortability that you have with your body, like god wants to he wants to speak to you about that he wants to encourage you in that and uh he like he cares about that part of your life you know Mm -hmm. um and uh and he wants to like that is something that he wants to he wants to talk to you about like that can be a part of your intimacy with him nothing can be excluded you know so i've i've encouraged uh uh, I've encouraged my son or people we've prayed with like just, you know, look at yourself in the mirror in the bathroom You know, look yourself in the mirror? What comes to mind? Are you happy about the way that you look? Are you not talk to God about that um, and uh, and see what he says, you know, open your Bible and find verses um, That talk about, you know, the way that he made your body and, and read your Bible and see what he has to say
0: so Oh, it's so good. And uh, I imagine that in addition to our bodies, there's so many topics out there that maybe people are afraid to go to the Lord about. Yeah. Maybe there's a secret sin or something that you've struggled with in the past or something mm-hmm. like that. And uh, one thing that I've learned is that God is consistently trustworthy in those things. Like yeah. He's not going to go tell on you to somebody, <laughs> you know, like yeah. he, he's got a, he, he's got a really good track record with keeping keeping your secrets or keeping your your, track record yes (laughs) uh keeping your deep insecurities um your your question about like lord is there any like things that i don't approach with you reminded me of a question that i ask sometimes which is um lord search my heart is there anything in there that needs to change yeah. Um, so I love, I love what you're saying about the body. Cause I agree with you. Our culture emphasizes the mind and the heart and mm-hmm. we emphasize the body uh, uh, just as Christians, our Christian culture does that, but you're right. Like we are a whole person. Yeah. Um, I and- wouldn't
1: even say the social culture, like we have the Christian culture and the, the, the secular social culture. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think you're right, Nate, to say the Christian culture maybe doesn't emphasize it. And I would say the social culture overemphasizes it. Yeah. Right.
0: yeah uh, all that to say that this this other question like it it hits it, it can help to like it can help bring those things up as well like uh I, I i just i try to pray a prayer similar to that like once every month or so just to like kind of do like a physic like a checkup like if i was going to the doctor and doing a physical or something like it's like a checkup like lord is there anything going on in my life that i'm not aware of that you want to draw to my attention and some really intense and productive and good things have come out of that so i really love that advice nicholas that's awesome yeah i i uh
1: i think it when i think about that it kind of comes down to those two or three things nate that you were mentioning um one going back to what does god say about our identity ultimately being most important Uh and anything else just forget about it like what god says done we we press forward and fix our eyes on who he is and what he says and then secondly i think about um exercise like hey this is the temple of the holy spirit and so i want to take care of what god has given me and steward that so that i can serve him with excellence i mean the scripture does say hey physical training is of some value but spiritual training is of even more so that's why i start with the word of God and our identity and who is Jesus and what does he say about us? And then I go to, Hey, what if I actually exercised and treated my body well so that I could be poured out for his sake and serve him well in the world?
2: Yeah, absolutely. So good. So good. Yeah, absolutely. Let's see. Uh, all right. Let's talk about another one. Um, another one comes to my mind. Um, uh, hmm. um, okay. So yeah, here's one of my favorite ones. Uh, one of my favorite ones is to actually, uh, this, my, this, maybe you guys have talked about this before, but I love to, I love to, um, find a verse in my Bible that makes me go like, what in the world? Like, what is that even about? That's crazy. That's so weird. Uh, like, what does that mean? Jesus, um, I love to to find those parts of my Bible that just confuse me and confound me and actually just like open it up and try to understand it more. Um that one's not the most out of the box one, but uh uh um it I mean, you have to be out of the like it it still takes intentionality with with the word of God to learn the word of God and to understand it. So
1: Yeah, That's, I love that.
0: Oh yeah. That's such a good idea. Go ahead, Charlie. I,
1: I was just gonna say, and when we find those, what do we do with it? I think it's study read pick up Mm -hmm. some commentary pick up some books read read the verses around it and then as you're doing that like lord why is this here like asking him that like what is your intention in this how does this reveal your heart how does this reveal what you're up to in the world and uh, i think asking those questions while you're studying will really then reveal more of who god is and Mm -hmm. and
0: how we should connect with him as a result and that that of course doesn't discount even just in intimacy, taking your questions to the Lord and seeing what he says about it Uh, in addition, uh, but you've got to be careful because like, (laughs) you know, maybe you miss, maybe you miss hear the Lord and he, and it's not really what it's saying or not really what the Lord God is saying. Um, and I would also add to the list, uh, others like mentors and and teachers and pastors and things like that. Uh, there are those of us out there who really struggle to read. We read like eight words a minute kind of thing like me. Um, and, so having someone to converse with in those moments it could be like a a, a I guess a a double date <laughs> you <Yeah. laughs> and your mentor and Jesus. Yeah. That's,
2: <laughs> yeah, that's good. Yeah, another one that comes to my mind is uh, um is to have inside jokes with God. Um sort of have inside jokes or have little secrets with him, you know. That's a that's an important part of intimacy. There are things there are things that you know with my wife that me and her know about each other and that's it you know no one else knows about these things you know there's inside jokes that we have or we can look at each other from across the room you know and you know in a public setting and kind of know what the other person might be thinking um i have an inside joke with god um you know it reminds me of uh john chapter one when uh nathaniel shows up and jesus says um i saw you when you were under the under the tree you know under the oak tree you know um and he, just from Jesus knowing that he he was there, he confesses, like, you must be the Messiah, you know? So something was so profoundly happening in in his life that Jesus, just by saying, I know what you were going through in that moment, it was like this little inside joke that he had, this little, like, no, one, we don't, still don't know. We don't know on this side of eternity what Jesus is actually re- referring to, you know? Uh and uh, they had this little intimate moment, you know. So I I build those things in my intimacy with God. I, I think back to uh, I think back to some of the sort of momentous moments that I had um, uh, that I've had in my relationship with God, and uh, the the things that go along with them. So, for example, uh, when we first moved into our house, um, I uh, I um, I had this uh, dream in the middle of the night, and and in the middle of the night, a number popped in my head, and it turned out that that number that popped in my head two weeks later that's what our house praised for and and we felt so confident the lord is like hey you need to buy this house you know and so we ended up doing that and the funny thing is is there have been times in my relationship with god where i see that number uh and it's like a little god wink at me you know um now it's not something not something weird or new age or mystical or anything like that you know nothing was going to replace the word of god but it, it it just kind of is a reminder of me you know to kind of uh, just like a physical object you know like our wedding band when we look at it we, you know you think back um to uh when you got married or something like that uh it's it's kind of a it's in a similar way it draws me back to the the promises of the lord of what he's done you know i'm like oh i remember that time that he spoke to me um about that you know one number or something like that or i remember that time that um you know, I looked up at the stars and in my intimate date with him, you know, and I saw Orion's belt or I saw the big dipper, you know? Um, and then when you see those things, it draws your mind back to those things, you know? Um, and you can ask God, God, like, will you, will you speak to me in a similar way? Like that momentous occasion that happened in my life earlier, will you speak to me in the same way again through that and just pay attention to what he says and you know, what experiences you have in your life. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah. It, it, uh, my wife talks about this one uh, kind of moment that she had with the Lord where she was watching our dog chase after a rabbit uh, in a bush. And like my wife could see the rabbit, but the dog couldn't see the rabbit. And the Lord is like, this is how it is with me and you. Like I can see what's coming. Like I see what's around the corner, but you don't. And you just need to trust that like what I like just trust. And so whenever that comes up for my wife, it's a reminder to just trust. Like mm-hmm. I see what's around the corner. And so that, that image has come up for her maybe 20 or 30 times in the last couple of years that she's mentioned to me, let alone yeah. what she hasn't mentioned to me. So I think it's something that happens for a lot of people. So I re- I think that's really good.
2: Yeah. That's awesome. Cool. Charlie, anything thought, any thoughts to say about that?
0: I love it. Yeah,
1: I think just those those physical, visual reminders uh, that mean something to us and remind us about God or a moment with God and how we can connect with him are really important. Um, I, I think of it like uh, we have five senses. And mm. so like taste, touch, feel, sight, hearing. Well, I said feel and touch. That's the same one, sorry. Uh, <laughs> so, but it's like engaging the wholeness of, of who we are. Um, yeah all of us for all of who God is and uh, that reminder. So yeah, I love that. Um, I think it's cool. I think it's also why some people are like, man, I just connect well with God going on a run, like exercising. like that's, that's impactful time with God for me for just to clear my mind and to pray. Uh, That's my prayer time is exercise time. Others are like, man, I love to hold a cup of warm coffee. That's steaming uh, (laughs) while I'm reading the Bible and, and just reminding myself of like, the presence of god with me um different things like that is what that reminds me of yeah that's good that's awesome yeah um all right
2: you guys want me to keep going let's just keep running through these may, maybe you got a maybe couple more them,
1: uh yeah throw out like a, a couple more that um that that would be maybe the most uh impactful for you let's see the most impactful for me um let's see uh or maybe I mean, the most approachable, may, the most impactful for you, and then the most approachable that you'd say this might be helpful for lots of others as well.
2: Yeah. Some of the most approachable and impactful for me, that's combined. Um, man, when I read the Psalms, I see how many different mm-hmm. ways people praise God, you know? Like, and there's sort of some default ways that each of us have, you know, um, I did a sermon on this you know, a couple of years ago at a church and basically I challenged people to praise God in a way that they would never have normally praised. You know, some people are like, I'm not a shouter. I'm like, well, you can shout in a basketball game, you know, uh, or like, I'm not this or I'm not that, you know? Um, and so I, I would, I would challenge people to think through the way I'm very proud of like get alone with God and praise him in a way that you would not normally praise him. And it will probably feel a little goofy or awkward, you know, like, um, to dance before the Lord or sing before him. But like, we see people laying down before Jesus and, or before God in the Psalms, we see them, you know, uh, jumping and dancing. We see them praising him. Like we see them still and silent, standing, sitting, kneeling, you know,
1: everything, you know? And so, uh, even That's mourning, real, right? Even what? the even the hard things of life, mourning with God. Yes. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, like, Lord, I'm yep. struggling with this, uh, and and them bringing that to Him. Yeah,
2: mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely. So, like, I would I would challenge I would challenge people to break the norm, whatever that is. You mm-hmm. know, break the norm in regards to your praise with God.
1: So, yeah, That's good. Yeah, something that I'm notating uh, that I want to highlight for for through all of this um, is that. These are all very unique, practical ways to highlight, I would say two of the most important practices in intimacy with God, which is prayer and scripture.
2: Mm-hmm. And
1: all of these are highlighting that, like praise yeah. is a part of prayer. I'm I'm like, Lord, like prayer is conversation with God. And so like all of these are really practical reminders and ways that we can uniquely converse with God and get into the scripture and get the scripture into us. Um, yeah. Like like there's one uh that that is a great challenge in my life that I love, and that's could you have a Bible verse come to your mind for every situation you face? Mm, yeah. And so that challenges me then to like, man, I want to get into more of the word of God. If I face a situation and no scripture comes to mind, I want to go search the word of God for what relates to my situation. Yeah, that's uh, good. and then have that. And then the next time I face it, it's there. Uh mm. And so that's just another highlight of something that I I was challenged with. That I like to do is like, okay, I'm facing a decision. What what scripture relates? Or man, I, I'm really just loving hanging out with this person. What scripture relates? Like to anything, good, bad, ugly, anything in between, rejoicing. Is there a, a piece of scripture that comes to mind for you? And if not, go study it and find another one. Um, and uh, but again, that goes back to all of this highlights. I would say two of the most vital avenues of connecting with God and abiding and remaining near to him are the word of God and prayer.
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, this is a little off topic. Um, as, as we consider these things, I think that our intent always matters. Um, and you've heard me talk about this on the podcast uh, before, uh, but just a reminder to all of us out there that m- make making Jesus uh, something that you do, uh versus someone you connect with uh is important uh so uh, i said that backwards but you guys get what i mean like what i'm trying to say is uh jesus is a real person and it's okay to have like a checklist like hey i want to spend five hours with jesus this week but it's not okay to be like i'm gonna spend five hours reading the bible and like not have that not have that does not or not have the reason be i'm seeking to connect with the living jesus Um, i I think that that intent um, is crucial and something that we've lost in conveyor belt christianity Mm -hmm. Uh, What i mean by conveyor belt christianity is like okay so you go to youth group and you learn the right things and you say all the right words and you go to sunday school and you learn the right things and you say the right words and then you make it out and like you there's no there's no there there's a lot of people ditching Christianity at 18 because like, there's no reason, like the why matters. Um, And so I don't, I'm trying to figure out a hundred different ways to say the same thing uh, because for whatever reason, I don't, it doesn't seem to connect very well. Uh, But the point, the core point is that the reason why you're doing these things matters. Um, Don't Mm. just do them for the sake of doing them, do them because there's a living Jesus on the other end that you're connected with. The motive matters.
1: It does. And it's a bit. That's to love God and to love others and to glorify Him and to learn who He is, right? And even we understand from the Psalms, one of the things you brought up, Nicholas, and then to connect that to what you said, Nathan, is that the Word of God is more valuable than gold, sweeter mm-hmm. than honey. Now, okay, in our culture, it's like, who cares about honey? Man, I go to other cultures like the Hadzebay tribe, who we referenced before. And honey is so valuable, so desired. They would hike miles and miles and miles and get stung by bees just to get honey. Like the word of God is is more sweet than that to us. Uh, mm-hmm. It's so valuable. And um, why? Because it teaches us who God is. It points us back to yeah. him. It teaches us his principles, his ways, his truths. Uh, it refines and shapes us. And uh, again, that goes back to the motive behind, the why behind it.
2: Yeah, it's good. It's a bit tricky because in a situation like this, like uh it sort of reminds me of that 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 picture you've seen where it's like one arrow going this way and another arrow going that way you know um where like y- you can spend time with Jesus and get into a, a rhythm but then eventually you do the rhythm so much that the thing that connected you with Jesus is is now you're just doing the thing, you know And so and now you have to do a new thing, but it's not about the thing It's about the person, you know, and so you just gotta you have to be so intentional about just cultivating curiosity um, and, uh, and, and continuing to cultivate curiosity in your life for the creator of the universe, you know uh, Yeah So,
1: yeah. And I want to emphasize in that, Nicholas, I I wholeheartedly agree. And I would say um, for those listening, it's not based on a feeling. So um, we do these practices because they're important and the feelings may come and go. But the connection and the practice that brings that connection is important. For example, um, for those of you who are married out there, you should still date each other throughout (laughs) your entire marriage. Dates don't end once you get married. Why? Because that cultivates a connection with each other now the feelings are up and down like uh, one date may not feel as exciting as another date but you don't quit dates because of that um that rhythm that practice is still important and of course we all would say well the intention of the date isn't just because i like dates (laughs) like the intention (laughs) is for you to connect with that other person same thing with god we pray we read the scripture and we don't ever stop doing these things because it doesn't feel the same on time 10 as it did on time one. Uh, yeah. We keep doing them and the feelings come and go, but our faith is still in Christ. Our connection is still to Jesus. We still remain near to him regardless
0: of how it feels on any given day.
2: Yeah, it's good. Yeah, yeah. that's awesome.
0: Nicholas. Uh, it's so fun to hear some of your ideas. Yeah, I, I can honestly say I never considered several of them, especially yeah. like the, the counter in the pocket like that. <laughs> I think that's one of my favorites. I really, really like that idea a lot. Um, thank you so, so much. That's so much your personality too, Nathan. I love that. That's <laughs> like, you're like,
1: I'm, I'm on Amazon right now. I'm behind a counter. Like,
0: <laughs> yeah, now I'm just going to have to look for one that would fit in my, in my pocket really well. There you go. Anyway. I'm gonna see you. I, I swear next time I'm gonna be traveling with Nathan, I'm gonna see him like
1: just, just get <laughs> out of the <love>, bro. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's funny.
0: That's Watch, you're
1: gonna be going through an airport, like doing it. They're like, bro, what are you doing? You're gonna be through tsa Like, why why are you doing that? You're like, oh, don't
0: worry, it's for me praising God. Uh <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Anyway, Nicholas, thank you so much, man. Really appreciate your time. Thank you for joining the podcast. Such a joy to have you here. And uh thank you all for all you listeners for joining us. Uh, it's such a joy to have you guys here week after week. We're praising God and, uh, thanking you for your participation with us as we continue to seek to be all the kingdom laborers that we can be. Uh, so hope you guys have a great rest of your day. God bless.